This is Warning Radio with Dr. Jonathan Hansen, founder and president of World Ministries International, a non-denominational end times ministry dedicated to fulfilling a divine commission to trumpet forth warnings from God concerning the imminent second coming of Christ and the impending judgment of God upon the ungodly. God has sent Dr. Hansen to many nations of the world with a solemn warning to the political and religious leaders and citizenry to repent of their sinfulness and wickedness or face the catastrophic judgments that will soon be unleashed upon the unbelieving world. Listen now to the warnings of our compassionate and merciful Creator conveyed through His faithful prophetic spokesman, the host of Warning Radio, Dr. Jonathan Hansen. Welcome to the radio program Warning with Dr. Jonathan Hansen, founder and president of World Ministries International. Today is part two of a three-part series where Dr. Hansen and Rev. Dr. E.J. Buckhart are the guests on Omega Man Radio with Shannon Davis. They discuss Palestine, Beast, Israel Betrayed. This was recorded January 5, 2024 on the Omega Man Radio program. Now let us continue where we left off yesterday. Everyone there is a terrorist. Now listen, she's saying everyone there is a terrorist. She lived in a home of a family. A family is where she lived most of the time she was there. He says, there are, she said, there are no such innocent uh, civilians in Gaza. Not one. So people understand this. Even those people were trying to say, oh, we feel so sorry for them. She's saying, hey, they're not innocent civilians. They are going along with the program. Shannon, I've said a lot. I have a couple things to add to this. First of all, I concur with EJ. I believe Obama is presently in his third term as president. The question is, in November, will he see a fourth term? Okay, moving on. Gaza, Hamas, Hezbollah, they've had it for almost 20 years. A lot of people forget the footage of seeing Israel forced to dispossess their own people from the land. People that were out there, the Gaza was blossoming, and they had it literally carried out by both their arms, their houses bulldozed. And that land was turned over to these terrorist groups. And they've had now almost 20 years, Hamas and Hezbollah. What have they done with it? It didn't look like San Diego, California. Now it looks like Tijuana, Mexico, if you've ever seen the border. (laughs) Difference day and night. And not only have they destroyed it, but look at all the underground tunnels that they've been building with money that was supposed to help people over there. And all the uh, missiles that have been fired off from that area. They've used it as nothing more but a launching pad for further attacks against Israel. Their leadership has went on record. They don't want Gaza alone. They want everything that God gave to Israel. They want Jerusalem. They want all the Jews out of the land and push them into the sea. When are people going to wake up? The same spirit that was alive in World War II that rose up through Adolf Hitler is alive and well today. They killed 6 million Jews before. These demons want to do the same again today. And we're funding this anti-Semitism. And America is going to be in some serious trouble because when we get in the way of God and we try to tell God what he can do with his own land, judgment's coming. 
My question tonight is, the Sodomocrat party is not going to go silently into the night of November. Are we looking at another January 6th style false flag that they're going to create next? Back to you. History reveals. Again, you look at Daniel and Daniel 2, 31 through 38. Four beast empires, the Babylonians, the Persians, Greco-Macedonians, and Romans. These four empires were led by men with the heart and mind of a beast. And they committed horrific human atrocities. Now, I'm going to read out of the trumpet, January 2024, betraying Israel in its hour of need. Biden and Obama's response to Hamas massacre is layered with even more deception. Yes, Biden has expended taxpayer dollars for Israel's rocket interceptor missiles, but He's also directed expenditure of taxpayer dollars that the terrorists used to launch the rockets in the first place. He reversed policy from President Donald Trump and resumed sending hundreds of millions to Palestinians, including Hamas. Obama, during his presidency, now through Biden, saved Iran's rat radical dictatorial terrorist-sponsoring Islamic regime from at least one popular uprising by the Iranian people and from the U.S.-led sanctions and financial and economic ruin through a consistent series of shocking decisions. These have included $2 billion in cash in 2015 and 16, the infamous nuclear deal of January 16, 2016, $6 billion promised on the anniversary of 9-11 in 2023. $10 billion released in November 2023. <clears throat> Biden and Obama have also both engaged in rhetoric, rhetoric equivalent to both sides are to blame. EJ? <laughs> we find one thing about those who are, are, are fighting the battle. They always want to blame the other party. And you don't see Israel really blaming the other party, you see Israel saying, hey, this is what they did to us. And if you're a family member here in America, and just remember one thing I want to say, they want, the Muslim nation wants to destroy Israel. They also want to destroy America. And you Americans that are listening to this, they are going to come after you if this doesn't get stopped. And I remember one of the members of... Uh, in Israel that I, that I met, he said, don't mess with Israel. But he didn't change it. He says, don't mess with the God of Israel. These people are messing with the God of Israel. How long is it going to be before God puts his hand down and says, enough, enough. Well, you better be ready because we're coming into those times. Biden and Obama have both engaged in rhetoric equivalent to both sides are to blame. Biden was accused of talking one way to Democratic Islamic supporters and another to Democratic Jewish supporters. It also emerged that the U.S. government was forcing Israel to delay its ground invasion into Gaza and its Hamas strongholds. At the same time, Kamala Harris delivered attention to a national strategy to encounter is Islamophobia. Obama, while issuing statements, appearing to support Israel. 
also said things that clearly undermine that support. November 4, 2023 interview, for example, he said, if you want to solve the problem, then you have to take in the whole truth. And then you have to admit nobody's hands are clean. That all of us are complicit to some degree. No, Obama, you are complicit. I'm not. He said that what, what's happening to the Palestinians is unbearable. He also warned that Israel's counterattack could ultimately backfire. This will certainly prove to be true if he has anything to do with it. Statements like these portray Israel as part of the problem rather than a clear victim of racist, genocidal butchery. Can you imagine President Franklin Roosevelt responding to the Nazis by hyping a national strategy to counter German phobia and telling the Jews nobody's hands are clean? Shannon? Look, I have a solution for all this right now. We can end the war today. Just take all these people, the Palestinians, and give them San Francisco. They can have it. <laughs> but, um, you know, we had over an estimated one million people come through the border in December alone. The true number will never be known. Um, when we forced uh, collectively America, the United Nations, for Israel to give up the land back in uh, 2006, Ariel Sharon was struck down. He died. Uh, excuse me, he went into a coma. I don't think that was an accident. I think the judge and the Lord fell on him. And for America, look what happened. We had Hurricane Katrina. As we were forcing the Jewish people to be displaced, look at how many Americans got displaced. It's not good to get in the way of God's plan for Israel and try to tell Israel that they can't have what God deeded them in the word of God. Are we going to agree with God or not? Many of the church need to read the Bible. God said it belongs to Israel. It's Israel's. It should be uh, closed and shut, but it's not. And we're in for some serious trouble. Judgments are already, I believe, <clears throat> pouring out on our country. There's a verse that talks about God will, uh, has, Jehovah of hosts has sworn by himself, saying, Surely I will fill thee with men as with caterpillars, and they shall lift up a shout against thee. Jeremiah 51, 14. Are we seeing the judgment of God now being unfolded with our own land being overrun because our ways do not please the Lord, because we're standing against Israel instead of standing for them, because we're murdering the innocent? because we're promoting homosexuality, back to you. I think the judgments are falling. We're in some serious trouble. Since President Bill Clinton pushed through the Oslo One Accord in 1993 on the White House lawn with Israeli Prime Minister Yitzhak Ravine, Palestinian terrorist Yasser Arafat, the United States government has repeatedly pressured Israel to re lease prisoners and cede land and control to its Islamic insurgents. Now, Hamas has turned down this two-state solution five times. They don't want it. But still, the United States keeps pushing Israel to give more and more and more land back. For instance, Jericho, Gaza, were given back. Bethlehem, Jenin, Nablus, Ramallah, Turkum, Hebron, and other West Bank areas 
Southern Lebanon, 2000. The rest of Gaza, 2005. Jericho and Gaza, 1994. Bethlehem, Jenin, Rala, again, Turkum, 1995. They keep giving more and more land back, even though there's new, no two-state solution, even though the other side swears to kill him, wipe him off the face of the earth. Israel should not give one inch back. Frankly, my counsel is for Israel to have no ceasefire. You must take them out. It's a terrorist organization sworn to kill every Jew in Israel and then America. They don't want peace. They want war. They're not going to have a two-state solution. They want a one state, and they want to be that one state. They want all of what is now Israel, although our government keeps forcing the Israeli government to give more and more and more land back. Shannon? The time of compromise needs to stop right now. I agree. No retreat, no surrender. And we as a church need to stand unconditionally with Israel and its right to every square inch of land that God deeded them in his word. God has not rescinded his promise to give them that land and that they're going to possess it, and it's their inheritance. In fact, one day they're going to get it all. But I'm here to tell you, if you and I do not stand with God, then we're against him. And you might as well say, uh, if you were alive back then when David went up against Goliath, you are actually on the side of the Philistines and Goliath. And remember, it didn't go well for Goliath. Either you with the Lord and the Jewish people, and Jerusalem is as its internal capital, and where God has put his name, and where Jesus is coming back to rule and reign from Mount Zion, his holy hill, or you're against God. Are we with the Lord or not? Today is a day to choose and I agree, in conclusion, Israel shouldn't give up one square inch. I say go and recover all. Let's see how much they can get back. I know the Israeli government continues to warn them when they're bombing, et cetera, et cetera. They could escape uh, any citizens of Gaza that want to. They've even had corridors for them to escape and uh, passing out leaflets, et cetera, et cetera. Like was earlier mentioned, a poll was taken, 75% of, if we want to call them Arabs or Palestinians, support what Hamas did. So the majority of people living in Gaza, not only Hamas, but the people they control are the Palestinians, even though there's no such thing as I earlier explained, they support what Hamas did. God holds nations responsible for its leaders and for its, what people do. That's why America is responsible. Why? Because our people have backed our leaders that are turning against us. God holds us responsible, not just Joe Biden and Obama. America is going to lose millions of people. And let me tell you something. The Palestinians are not innocent. They support Hamas. They are glad they did their atrocities October 7, 2023. All through America, you see demonstrations by the hundreds of thousands, Hamas demonstrations, condemning the Jews, even verbalizing attacks against them in the universities, even going so far, some of them have been harassed and beat up. Why didn't Harris come against that? 
Why did she just say we can't allow Islamophobia? What? Open targets have been on the Jewish students and Jews in America from their places of business, going to the university, studying. Why aren't they speaking against that? EJ? Basically, I recall when Russia was in USSR, the uh, chairman at that time said, you know, the way we'll take over America, we don't have to drop bombs, we don't have to fight them. We'll just join the universities, get the educators, get the teachers out there, educate their children to come against God, come against Jesus, come against Christianity, and we will take them from within. And boy, if you look at what's going on in our universities today and our high schools today, that is exactly what you're seeing. They're not being taught how to think. They're being taught just how to, we want you to think. Uh, we don't want you to think about what we're telling you. You just do what we say. And that's what's actually happening in our schools. So that's why a lot of people say, if you got your kids in private schools, get them out because they will be destroyed. A lie. This is a lie. All Palestinians want is a two-state solution. That was spoken by the European Commission president. All Palestinians want is a two-state solution. In their charter, Hamas, they exist to kill all the Jews, and they want only one state, and that's them. They want Israel gone. Now, if this were the case, October 7 would not have happened. This is because Gaza was the two-state solution. Gaza was independent. Now, they didn't formally recognize it, the world, because Gaza would not, or Hamas would not, say Israel has a right to exist. They denied it. So internationally, they did not have that state. But practicality, Gaza was a two-state solution. Hamas has its own government, laws, military, and foreign policy. It has its own border force monitoring who goes in, who goes out of Gaza. It has its own economy, mainly comprised of humanitarian aid and clandestine funding from Iran and Qatar. The only things Israel shared with Gaza were the shekel as currency and some utilities. Compared to the West Bank, Gaza's relationship with Israel were much more straightforward. There were no squabbles over who controls what sectors. There were no conflicts between Gazans and Israeli settlements. All Israeli settlements were abandoned in 2005. There were no disputes over who would control holy sites on the border. Israel treated Gaza as an independent state. And if Gaza had declared independence and peace, Israel would have recognized it immediately. Gaza does not exist as a diplomatic recognized state because that would mean they have to recognize Israel, something Gaza will never do. It also wants to control the West Bank. But Hamas' priority is the destruction of the Zionist regime. So here they have total control. There's only a border like other states. Both Israel and Hamas see who goes in and out. Just like I'm going to Kenya. i got to show my passport who goes in and out. But Israel has not controlled Gaza since 2000. Five. Shannon? I want to say this about terrorists like Hamas, Hezbollah, and the Iranian government. You cannot negotiate with a terrorist. 
Why? Because they don't repent. That means to change their ways. And so whatever deal you cut, thinking you're going to solve the problem, they're going to ultimately break, and then they're going to repeat the cycle again, attack you over and over again as many times as it takes until either they're dead or you and I are destroyed. So there can be no negotiations here. Israel needs to stick to their guns to hell with what America tells them to do or anybody else. It's their land. They need to take it back and not give up a square inch. Now, that's what I would like to see. Anything else, you're setting yourself up for a fall because it's concrete what the intentions of Hamas and Hezbollah and Iran are. They want everything, and they will not stop until they have it or they are stopped. Back to you. Another lie you've listened to, that Gaza is an open-air prison. By the Human Rights Watch, <coughs> Israel and Palestine director. <clears throat> now, conditions in Gaza are harsh, but that's because of Hamas. It's Hamas that tortures dissidents. It's Hamas that engages in turf wars with terror group rivals. It is Hamas continuous antagonism toward Israel that forced the Jewish state to cut off trade. The same reason the United States had a blockade in against Cuba. The same reason South Korea has a blockade on North Korea. And the same reason Armenia and Hasbergen have closed borders. That did not prevent Israel from letting Gaza share its electricity and water. And that did not prevent Israel from letting hundreds of millions of dollars worth of foreign aid from entering Gaza, even though Hamas takes it. Thank you for listening to the radio program Morning with Dr. Jonathan Hansen, founder and president, World Ministries International and Eagle Saving Nations. Tune in tomorrow as he and Dr. Buckhart conclude the program on Omega Man Radio with Shannon Davis, discussing Palestine, Beast, Israel Betrayed. Reverend Dr. Jonathan Hansen has written a book titled The Science of Judgment. God is predictable. There is a scientific pattern for the rise and fall of nations throughout history. We need to understand the laws or the rules of design regarding prophecy and judgment. When it comes to the laws of judgment and prophecy, denominational or personal belief systems have nothing to do with the reality or the certainty of the rule of judgment. Dr. Hansen's objective is to warn leaders of nations of the second coming of Jesus Christ and the plagues or judgments that are coming upon these peoples and nations that reject Jesus Christ as Savior according to the Scriptures. Dr. Ronald E. Cottle, founder and president of Christian Life School of Theology, states that this book is a must-read for Christians and other leaders in the United States and in other nations. It is clear, powerful, and well-reasoned. We all owe a debt of gratitude to Dr. Jonathan Hansen for the years that have gone into the research and writing of the science of judgment. This book has more than 300 pages, divided up in five sections. Part one, The Science of Judgment, has chapters titled such as The Laws Regarding Prophecy and Judgment, Patterns of Apostasy, Purpose of Chastisement, Standards for Justice and Mercy, God Forgives When People Repent, God Holds Nations Responsible for What Leaders Do, Parental Responsibility, The Feasts of the Lord, Solomon's Transgressions and Their Consequences, Righteous Kings versus Evil Kings, Example of King Jehoshaphat, Ungodly Alliances, God is Predictable, God Holds People Accountable, Man Can Turn Into an Intelligent Beast to Do Evil. Section 2, 
The Deception of the Theory of Evolution, has chapters titled as Problems with the Theory of Evolution, Evolution and Racism, Darwin's Hatred of Christianity and its Fruit. Section 3, Why Must There Be Judgment, has titles such as The Fall of America and Her Destruction, Cult Christianity, Radical Liberal Politics. Section 4, Kings, Dictators, and Presidents, with the following chapters listed as People Choose Their Nation's Leaders, Qualifications for Godly Leadership, Romans 13, Delegated Authority, Satan is in charge of this world, not Jesus. If laws violate conscience, we must disobey. Finally, part five, so what must we do? These chapters are listed as, we are in a cultural war, our responsibility to a hostile government, the Christian's science of judgment. With turmoil ever increasing throughout the nations as Bible prophecy is coming to life right before our very eyes, one must read the science of judgment to have a clear understanding of these events and the reasons why. Call 360-629-5248, 360-629-5248, that is 360-629-5248, and request your copy of The Science of Judgment for a donation of $35 or more, plus shipping and handling. Thank you, and shalom. Thanks for listening to this episode of Warning Radio with Dr. Jonathan Hansen, founder and president of World Ministries International. Warning Radio is a listener-supported program. We need your donations in order to continue airing these Christ-centered prophetic programs. Send your checks or money orders to World Ministries International, Post Office Box 277, Stanwood, Washington, 98292. To donate securely by phone, call 360-629-5248. Visit our website to find other ways of giving and a wealth of information about World Ministries International and host Dr. Jonathan Hansen. The website is worldministries.org. There, you'll also have access to hundreds of previously aired radio programs, made-for-television videos, thousands of articles, Dr. Hansen's books, and travel itinerary. Again, the website is worldministries.org. The phone number is 360-629-5248. Tune in at this same time, Monday through Friday, on this radio station for the next exciting edition of Warning Radio with Dr. Jonathan Hansen. Remember, the Lord is not slow about the promise of His return, as some count slowness, but is patient toward you, not wishing for any to perish, but for everyone to come to the repentance that leads to eternal life.